It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? And welcome back, finally, to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you after taking a little time off, a little more so than I wanted to, but finally getting back into the swing of things. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, at Bill underscore Rossetti, you saw that I said I ended up taking some time to myself to kind of... I guess recharge a little bit, kind of get back into the swing of things after, you know, just dealing with some stuff and trying to take care of myself. Uh, so I, I do apologize that I haven't been as active this week as I have been, but I did at least want to get something up this week and then, you know, maybe get something up tomorrow. Maybe we'll do the my bookie picks tomorrow, but I wanted to get something up today to kind of at least talk a quick bit about last Sunday's game against the Browns and then talk a little bit about or a little bit of a preview of Monday night's game against the, the uh, Saints. But I also want to get into just the playoff picture in general. Uh, I wrote about it a little bit over at Panthers Wire and I want to kind of discuss it on here now that we have, you know, a bit of a clear picture, or at least a picture of what the Panthers' path is to the playoffs. So I, th- I think that's where we're going to start off with. Uh, of course, before we get into it, I want to thank uh, a couple of our great sponsors here. First, our old buddies over at MyBookie. Guys, they've been a great sponsor for us for a long time. And, you know... We've been going through this for weeks, obviously, and you know my my bookie has been a, a great sponsor. Uh, and we know watching football's fun, uh, but obviously a lot of you guys have more fun when you have some money riding on the game. So, listen, if you're an expert or a rookie, you've got to be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, then you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win, and if you hit all three, you can turn $100 into $600. There's so much to bet on. College basketball, football, NBA, NHL, even eSports. They have it all. I, I've even seen political betting. I, I saw during the election season. Uh, you, you could bet on Democrats or Republicans. They have it all. But I do know this. My bookie is the one bet that you'll be happy with all year. Really trust these guys. They've been in business for years. Their reviews are all great online. Again, we've we've loved them for weeks or all season. They, they've just been fantastic. Uh, so sign up this week, and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, be sure to follow at Bet my bookie. That's B E T M Y B O O K I E at Bet my bookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention and DM, 
And not to mention, they've given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds and props are posted. So don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% to get a 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% deposit bonus. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. And also a quick shout out to our friends over at Action Heat which makes the world's best battery-heated clothing, heat on demand, at the touch of a button. Uh, they've got clothing that reaches temperatures of up to 135 degrees, so it's great for any of your friends or family on your holiday gift list that just want to stay stay warm, You know, have nice warm clothing, or if you know people that work outdoors, or skiers, or hunters, whatever the case may be. And they've got all kinds of clothing, like jackets, socks, gloves, hats, uh, undergarments, base layer shirts, they have it all. And they're available in men's and women's, and they have new styles and models just released for this holiday season. So make winter activities more enjoyable with a blast of warmth. Action Heat is the perfect solution to keep you toasty and warm. So listen up. Go to actionheat.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on at the checkout to save 20% off your order. Again, that's actionheat.com slash locked on, or use the coupon code locked on at the checkout to save 20%. Stay toasty warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So let's jump into it after thanking a couple of, couple of our buddies there. So like I said, let's, let's quick recap first the... Let's actually go back a bit. Let's quick recap the tough loss, another tough loss to the Cleveland Browns. I mean, it was a back-and-forth battle, really tight game all the way through, uh, really until the fourth quarter. The Panthers had a bit of control, but you know we, we expected it to be a tight battle. Uh, and unfortunately, the Panthers came up on the short end of the stick, 26-20, to thanks to a... Fourth fourth quarter touchdown by Nick Chubb early early in the fourth quarter that put the Browns ahead for good. And then a field goal in the fourth quarter put them up by six, and the Panthers were never really able to, to recover. Once again, uh, a pretty solid effort by Christian McCaffrey. Goes by the wayside. Uh, 16 carries, 63 yards, two touchdowns. And he also added six catches for 38 yards in the passing game. Uh, but a lot of the talk was about Ian Thomas as he's finally had his breakout game. Uh, we've, we've talked for a while about how we know Ian Thomas is just a fantastic player and it really just comes down to, um, just needing that opportunity. And, he certainly made the most of his opportunity with nine catches on 11 targets. Actually, the most targeted Panther on Sunday, and he went for 77 yards. And I know there's a lot of fantasy people out there that are already starting to tout Ian Thomas as one of those, we'll say, championship-winning players. You know, it's not necessarily uh, your studs. That'll win you your your championships. 
It's who can find those deep sleepers late in the season and find those players that are going to break out at the end that could win you a championship. And Ian Thomas could be that guy. And, you know, if week 14 is any indication, Cam Newton's going to be looking his way quite a bit. Uh, but unfortunately, again, you know, just Cam Newton put it best. They just keep finding ways to come up short. And this is now five losses in a row for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, but even looking at a guy like Curtis Samuel, it's nice to see these young guys. Like Curtis Samuel had 80 yards, DJ Moore had 67. Nice to see all these young guys really getting more involved. And, you know, at least it makes the future look pretty bright with all these playmakers. But obviously in the in the present, it's very frustrating because now you're looking at this team is fighting for their playoff lives. Um, I mean, I don't have to remind you guys. Once upon a time, this team was 6-2. and two, And they were sitting pretty in the playoff hunt. They were right behind the Saints. Now, obviously, the division is out of reach. The Saints have already locked it up. And now it's just a matter of grabbing, really, really at this point, if the Panthers are going to make the playoffs, it's going to be as the sixth seed. Because the Seahawks basically have that five seed lock. In fact, I believe if the Seahawks beat the 49ers, and let's, you know, we'll, we'll jump into the playoff picture now a little bit. If the Seahawks beat the 49ers on Sunday, they will lock up the number five seed in the NFC because they would go to uh, nine and five overall. They'd be eight and three in the conference, which would lock up because then they'd only have one conference game left. That's against the Cardinals week 17 because they play the Chiefs in week 16. So eight and three in the conference means they would guarantee at least better than the Panthers and the Eagles and even the Redskins should any of those teams get to 9-7. and seven. So the Seahawks would lock up the 5 seed with a win, which basically means uh, we can forget about the Seahawks as far as teams the Panthers can catch. It's really the Panthers, for all intents and purposes, and I kind of wrote about this over at Panthers Wire, for all intents and purposes, the final playoff spot I think is probably going to come down to either the Vikings or the Panthers. Yes, the you know the Eagles and Redskins are 6 and 7, but looking at their situations, the Redskins obviously have fallen completely flat. I mean, they're starting Josh Johnson of all people uh, this week against the Jaguars. So I, I really can't see the the Redskins being too much competitive over the last 3 weeks to get one of those final spots. Uh, Packers are five, seven, and one. Though they they did seem to get some life over the or last Sunday against the Falcons, but they've got a tough test this week against the Chicago Bears, who actually have a chance to lock up the NFC North if they win on Sunday. So I don't really see the Buccaneers or the the Packers getting in. I know they've, they've been playing well, 
but it is a bit of a tough road for them to get there. But there was some talk about the playoff possibilities of the New York Giants, a team that is five and eight. Obviously, they need a lot to break their way to get in. But I mean, crazier things have happened. But really, to me, and then the Eagles at six and seven. Uh, we we've seen the reports of Carson Wentz. First, there was reports saying he's not going to play Sunday. Now, I actually just saw this this morning. He is going to travel to L.A. Of course, the Eagles are at the Rams on Sunday night. He will travel to L.A., so he is questionable for Sunday's game. But it's tough for me to see him playing. I would probably... I would venture to guess it is going to be Nick Foles getting the start, so... Uh, you know, time will tell on that, but I, I, it's really tough for me to see the Eagles. I, I think at best the Eagles are going to finish 8-8 eight and eight, uh, with the Rams on Sunday, and then they play the Texans in Week 16. Hard for me to see the Eagles winning either of those games. That would put them at 6-9, and nine, and uh, I would actually take them out of playoff contention because uh, the... Vikings, well, the Vikings can finish 6-9-1 and one if they somehow lose out, and then Eagles would win and get to 7-9. and nine. So it wouldn't necessarily take them out. Boy, the more I think of, uh, I mean, the, Vi the Vikings, I expect, I expect them to beat Detroit Week 16. Week 17 is a toss-up because we don't know what the Bears are going to do with their starters. You know, their, their playoff positioning could be locked in by the time Week 17 rolls around. They're the three seed right now. They could end up locked in as the three seed by the time Week 17 gets here. The, the tricky game for me as far as figuring out the Vikings' playoff hopes is this Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. The Vikings are home, but we saw... And obviously, as a result, uh, John Filippo got fired. But the offense has been really sluggish the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, Monday night was just kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back, as it were. And then Miami, of course, is riding high after that miraculous victory against the Patriots on Sunday. So if Miami can beat Minnesota on Sunday... That throws everything for a loop, and it keeps the Panthers alive. Now, as we know, it is a tough schedule for the Panthers. Two, two games against the Saints and then home against the Falcons, though the Falcons have been reeling over the last couple of weeks. I think the Panthers can beat the Falcons in Week 16. That would get them to seven wins. But they really have to beat... They have to take one of the games from the Saints. Obviously, there's, I, I just can't see 7-9 getting a wild card spot. The Vikings, you know, even if they get to the seven wins and lose the other two, that would be 7-8-1. So, obviously, 7-9 isn't going to get it done. So, the Panthers, I think, at least have to get to 8-8 eight and eight to have a shot. And their best chance to do that is by winning... This week, because they're home against the Saints on Monday night. Now, again, Week 17 is an interesting scenario because will the Saints be locked into their seeding 
by week 17. Um, if they win their next two games against the Panthers and the Steelers and the Rams lose one either to the Eagles or the Cardinals, the Saints would be locked into the number one seed going into the going into week 17. So they may rest their starter. There's a chance the Saints could rest their starters in week 17 and it would open the door for the Panthers, especially if they beat Atlanta week 16 and definitely more so if they win this week and next week, it would open the door for the Panthers to backdoor their way into the playoffs it by winning at New Orleans in week 17. Now, at this point, if you're a Panthers fan, are you wanting them to make the playoffs? Or are you hoping they lose a couple of these games and get a better draft pick? Because if this team makes the playoffs, it's really hard to see them doing much of anything. First of all, they'd be on the road, where, needless to say, they have struggled. They are 1-6 on the road. And that road game would probably be against Chicago. It, it could it could be against Dallas if Dallas catches Chicago for the 3C. But in all likelihood, if Carolina makes the playoffs, they're probably headed to Chicago. And it, I, I think that game would get pretty ugly, to, to, be, to be quite honest. Uh, especially with the way the defense has been playing. I think Mitchell Trubisky would have a ch chance to kind of tear into that defense a little bit. So it, it's an interesting debate for the fans out there. Would you rather sneak into the playoffs and probably get throttled by the Bears, or would you rather them try to improve their draft slot? Right now, the Panthers sit with right, pretty much right smack in the middle of the first round. They, they currently sit with the 15th pick in the first round. They are, of course, one of four teams that are 6-7, and seven, uh, but they are actually second as far as strength of schedule. The only team with an easier schedule than the Panthers among the 6-7 and seven teams is Washington, and then following Carolina is Philadelphia, and then Denver. So there's a chance, and then, you know, looking at the teams right above them, you've got the two 5-7-1 teams, the Packers and the Browns, and then you've got four teams that are sitting at 5-8, and eight, Tampa, Detroit, the Giants, and Cincinnati. Now, Carolina has a pretty strong schedule, but there are a few teams that are ahead of them, that are currently ahead of them in the draft order that have a stronger schedule, so... There's a slight chance, or I shouldn't even say, I'd say a, a, there is a chance that should the Panthers somehow lose out, or especially if they lose out, they could they can get into the top 10, uh, top 10 of the draft. I mean, Tampa Bay is 5-8 and eight right now, and they're sitting with the 8th overall, overall pick right now, and the Panthers currently have an easier schedule than Tampa Bay. In fact, they have an easier they have an easier schedule than all the five and eight teams because Tampa's at the the head of the class there. Uh, even if now, granted, you would need you know th this is a bit of a stretch, but then you get into the four and nine teams, but you would need them to win a pair of games 
You, you know, you're talking the Falcons, the Jets, the Bills, and the Jaguars. Uh, so, realistically, the highest I can see Carolina getting is probably just inside the top 10, maybe that 8 to 10 range. More likely, they'll probably end up maybe 11 to 15, you know, if they lose two more games. Um, you know, I, I could see the Giants, Giants maybe winning uh, one or two more games. The Packers and the Browns might win a couple, so they could they could probably get a little bit further into the top 15, and I think realistically that's likely where they're going to land. Uh, but again, as far as the playoffs go. I mean, the only team they really have to worry about is Minnesota. And again, Minnesota closes home against Miami, at Detroit, home against Chicago. So, you're, you're definitely rooting for Miami this week to kind of spring the mini upset. Like I said, if they do, it opens the door for Carolina, especially if New Orleans is in a position where they can rest their starters. Now, on the flip side, New Orleans could also play their starters and play spoiler to the Panthers and keep them out of the playoffs, especially being a division rival. So I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities, and and who knows? They the Vikings could stumble at Detroit. You never know. And then and then here here's here's actually a a, a stat that would work in the Panthers' favor regarding Sunday's Minnesota game. Minnesota is. 0-5 this season against teams that currently have a winning record. Miami currently has a winning record at 7-6. So that that bodes well for Miami's hopes. And of course Miami is fighting for a playoff spot as well. They're in the midst they're in the middle of a four-way tie for that final spot in the AFC playoff picture. So so they've obviously got something to play for down the stretch, but that's that's the interesting thing. Vikings are 0-5 against teams that currently have a winning record so far this season. They lost to the Rams, lost to the Saints, lost to the Bears, lost to the Patriots, lost to the Seahawks. So we'll see. Um, that's 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 the key game really in the in the NFC playoff picture, or at least one of the games. Probably the more focused, and then obviously Monday night against the against the Saints, which, as we know, is going to be very difficult. Look, the the Saints now the Saints have not been as explosive in the last couple weeks as they had been in the first say. 12 weeks of the season. So if if you're the Panthers, you're kind of banking on the fact that uh, that offense continues to struggle. I mean, they've only put up, you know, they only scored 10 points against Dallas in week 13. And I mean, they did score 28 against Tampa Bay, but it was kind of a late flurry that pushed them over the edge and helped them pull away and win that game. Because Tampa... Tampa had a shot in that one for a while before New Orleans kind of broke it open. But if the Panthers can somehow 
and get that defense to so- somehow slow up the Saints offense. And if you know the, the offense seems seems like it's been doing fine, and if they can just put up points and try to at least keep pace with the Saints, they just have to try to get a couple stops. And you know it's, it's a prime time home game, so the crowd's going to be into it. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily like a Seattle-type environment, but you have to think the cr- the crowd is going to be a factor. I, I don't know. It, it, it's going to be an inch. It's going to be very interesting, to uh, to say the least. You know, looking at the the spread, and of course, you know, tomorrow we'll make the my bookie picks to kind of make up a little bit. But the Saints are a six and a half point favorite. Which I guess seems about right, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of people are gonna hammer the Saints on that if if it is six and a half, because you're basically you basically only need the, the touchdown and the extra point to push yourself ahead. But if the, if the Panthers can just somehow get a couple stops, and that offense can just keep clicking like it it has been a little bit for the last couple of weeks, they can maybe make this interesting, you know especially being at home and so i mean they're they're not dead yet but if they lose this one and especially then if minnesota beats miami carolina's in big trouble for those who embrace the impossible the defender 110 is up for the adventure this iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. So I think that'll wrap it up here on this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. We'll be back. We'll hit you guys tomorrow with the rest of the MyBookie picks. Uh, Of course, we had the final Thursday game of the season. The Chargers winning a wild one on on a late two-point conversion to beat the Chiefs 29-28 to pull to a tie with the Chiefs atop the AFC West at 11-3. And then don't forget, we've got two games on Saturday. This week, you've got both in the AFC. The Browns are in Denver to take on the Broncos in a what almost amounts to an elimination game. The loser of this game probably ends up out of the AFC playoff hunt for all intents and purposes because they would have eight losses. And then Houston trying to bounce back after seeing their losing streak snapped. They'll take on the New York Jets. Uh, so we'll talk about those games and the rest of the week 15 schedule still hard to believe there's only three weeks left in the regular season uh but we'll get to the my bookie picks tomorrow 
to kind of get back into the swing of things. But as always, thanks so much for listening, guys. Really do appreciate it. And we'll catch you next time right here with me, Bill Rossetti, right here on LOP. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... The charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.